<laughs> when I go to the supermarket and I see like, okay, maybe the apple's got like one dent, I would actually pick it up. Aww. Because I feel like no one's going to pick it up and I don't mind, right? I just cut it off. Or like, you know, um, some tomatoes, maybe they have a scar. Yeah. You just, you know, cut it out, right? <laughs> so I like, I look out for the sad ones, the sad looking fruit. Pick me, pick I, me. I adopt a pepper. <laughs> Stop vegetable shaming, okay? This movement needs to start now. Yes. Shazad, you lead it. Ladies and gentlemen, Carol, Lavinia and Shazad present to you The Bright Side Extended, where we bring you more award-winning content. What award did we win? Welcome to The Bright Side Extended, where we talk about some of our biggest uh, hot topics that have really caught the imagination. Uh, This one really certainly caught mine, and that is about food wastage in Singapore, guys, because a survey has found that there's 13,000 tons of food waste generated in Singapore. That was in 2022. Oh, my gosh. Um, And over 60% of people here said that they're aware that they're doing so and that they're contributing to food waste in this country. And 8 out of 10 say they avoid buying what's known as ugly vegetables just because they don't look very nice, Mm. which are perfectly edible. Right. So, So we wanted to kind of ask people about who's responsible. Is it the vendors who actually quite a lot of them throw away about 30% of their Ugly produce they throw it away oh before gosh. it makes it to our supermarket counters right? Yes. or is it us the consumers who then prompt this kind of behaviour I think it's a bit of both, right? I mean, do consumers even know what's happening with the food vendors and that they're throwing away? I think there should be, and I've seen this overseas, like a little corner where it's got ugly vegetables and fruits. So if you want to go and buy the ugly fruit, it's usually marked down, right? So like a dollar for an ugly tomato or whatever. And I hope to see that more here in supermarkets in Singapore. Actually, in Spain, that's their practice. To them, the red bell pepper is whatever shape it is. Mm. You know, they're not uniform and all that. Just put out whatever it is that they get from the farmers so Mm. that's the practice in Spain so hopefully that's a practice we can see being done here so I mean I don't know it's kind of a chicken and egg thing but it's a very vicious cycle because consumers are also expecting that because that's how the supermarkets laid out right and then that's all we ever know and then the farmers based on what you know the supermarkets want have already started to like cull ugly fruits and vegetables and it's just a vicious cycle then the supermarkets think that that's what the consumers want but the consumers like no that's what you're showing us (laughs) that's what we should want you know and I also wonder whether in our instant gratification world these days and wanting everything to look perfect for whatever social media stuff whether that's playing a part because very rarely do people go oh here's a picture of produce I think but I just wonder whether that's seeping into the mentality that I need to get everything looking bright and shiny and nice I I don't know you know I actually get like looks from my helper (laughs) because sometimes (laughs) I go shopping and I I get very sure I think I've become more environmentally friendly after I had kids I mean knowing that there's another generation after me that needs to live on this earth right so when I go to the supermarket and I see like okay maybe the apple's got like one dent I would actually pick it up because I feel like Looking out no for one's all the dented apples in the no, world. No one's going to pick it up and I don't mind, right? I just cut it off. Or like, you know, um, some tomatoes, maybe they have a scar. Yeah. You just, you know, <laughs> cut it out, right? So I like, I look out for the sad ones, the sad looking fruit. Pick me, pick I, me. I adopt a pepper. Stop vegetable shaming, okay? This movement needs to start now. Yes. Shazad, you lead it. 
Okay, wait. On the topic of having things look good for social media, I think that's actually how supermarkets lay out their displays, you know. There is a supermarket shopping psychology that people apply. So you notice when you walk into uh, certain supermarkets, the fruits and veggies, they greet you first. The first, brightest, most yes. perfect, most beautiful actually greets you first because that's what lures you into shopping or stepping into the supermarket in ah, the first place. I would so. prefer to be greeted by wine and chocolate and uh, maybe some like munchies. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. right? Yes, you go to that section. That would be that would make me happy. You know? that, why is that? Oh, hello, hi. Yes, yes. Yeah, why? Yes. The bottles are usually very dark brown. Yes. So yeah, the bright reds and the mm. yellows and the greens. You know, That's your fruits true, and veggies. Actually. They're Most always of them at, at the, the start. Yeah. yeah. Alvin actually chimed in and agreed with what you're saying about have either a discount corner mm. on ugly veg, which reduce Ooh. wastage, or have a section a for idea. ugly veg, and it's free. Then people would definitely take. Now you're saying I didn't know this that in Europe actually. They have sections, but you have to still pay. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming at a discount. Or yeah, what? huge discount. Okay, on a huge like discount, like half price or but less. They than. Are, the key thing is, guys, they're perfectly edible. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, apart from the fact that it may not look orthodox, mm. right? So maybe there shouldn't even be a discount on these ugly. Because you are stigmatizing because, it. Yeah, right. We right. are shaming them. You are exactly. Ayo. Actually, that actually happens depending on what supermarket you go to here in Singapore. Some what, vegetables are less than desirable and full price. <laughs> ah. They're not even the freshest, but they're still somehow on display on the rack. So how are we letting that happen? Ugly vegetables and fruits that are perfectly edible, you know, are not even making an appearance on the shelves. And when they do, it's discounted. But yeah. then you're saying these full price vegetables that yeah. are not in the best quality and condition are so much, you know, in terms of price. Yeah. What are we doing? Well, Will had a great suggestion. Food-wise, we will go for better-looking ones because we're paying for it. But if you were to sell fruit juice from the ugly fruit, ah. no one's going to be thinking about that. Mm. So maybe That's pop it. That's a good it. solution. Good yeah. solution. Pop it. Or make it into purees for like kids' meals, like baby yeah. meals. Yeah. Hey, that's the idea. That's my idea. I want to start a fruit juice business now. I know where to go. Oh, <laughs> how to make money? I think you. Hey, you have call a specific it drink the ugly. Yeah, drink the ugly. Wow, drink the ugly. It's good. <laughs> but you know, the other kind of like food wastage we do see is from eating out or even like uh, at home. You know, yeah. like uh, with leftovers and all that. A lot of it just gets thrown away. You know. I think when we first talked about this as well, I remember saying in this part of the world because the rules around hot food. And how long you can keep it? Yes. Um, what four hours? I think it is. Where oh, you quite can't. restrictive. Yeah, and um, in the UK or in Europe, it, it's not such an issue. You can keep food overnight in, mm-hmm. in the kitchen without even having to put it in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, the weather conditions are something to be taken into account sure, as well. Sure. I think humidity also decomposes food yeah. and veg faster. And then bacteria right becomes a hotbed yeah. for bacteria as right, well. Right. Yeah. You know, last time when I was growing up, did you guys do this? Your parents or your grandparents would do this when you cooked like a big pot of something yeah. they don't have space in the fridge so they would just sort of like heat it up until this boiling keep the cover on don't lift up the cover and just leave it on the stove mm. but because like uh, my uncle noticed this that global warming yeah. right temperatures are a little bit higher you can't do that anymore the food will go bad in Ooh. the past you could do that you heat it up it boils it kills all the bacteria right don't lift up the lid oh, I did't know and that. you leave it on the stove and then you leave so it so reheat 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 like that uh, just to keep it overnight Like okay. say if you don't You don't have space in the fridge oh. We used to do that So I grew up eating food like that You know oh, like okay. During Chinese New Year We make like big pots of food right, right. Yeah So that yeah. was how it was done Oh wow. So now my uncle says That you can't do that Because 
temperatures are actually it's warmer, warmer. nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially in the Asian side of things. I mean, right. he's in Malaysia, yeah. and like, yeah. So that's one thing to take into consideration. Things Something I think when when I was a student in the UK, um, yeah. we would quite often go to the supermarket just before closing because they would roast chickens. Yeah, they would give it at a discount. <laughs> yeah, or some other fresh food that they have to throw away. Our intern Joel had also told us that there are companies here that try to yes. encourage this sort of thing. Yes, and they have a platform where uh, companies here, like you know, restaurants or hotels, they try to invite them on, but they would almost rather throw their food away than wanting to because of their food health and yeah, safety but, issue. Right? But this this platform is trying to reassure them that we will look after. We'll take that responsibility. There is an app this. that I know of that actually tells people where all the uh, buffets are. Yeah, and they can come and tap out because it's like the last half an hour of a buffet. Oh you pay like twelve dollars. You fill your your box with as much food as possible. I thought you could do that. I th- oh, but this, this these is, places allow you to. Yeah, because it's like the last half hour of the buffet. So you know the food quality is still there. The hygiene standards are still there. Okay. I'm amazed okay. that yeah. this is not more of a thing in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen people actually do it. They just turn up with their boxes, they fill it up, and then they is go there, off um, for cheap. For I'm, like I'm wondering the reason why we don't know about this so much is it because people are a bit embarrassed about it? I don't know, but I, if think, I, were, I think credit to them, right? Yeah, if I were like say working in the area, hey, why not? You so know. you're gonna do it? I would. You I bring would. a tough box with you. I would bring Ziploc bags if I could, okay? And just tapa everything from the buffet. I do it. Yeah. I learned a very Filipino thing. They they would tapa food in Ziploc bags. Yeah. Oh. Especially at wedding receptions, etc. Yes, yes, yes. You know, like a lot of food gets wasted there yeah. as well. So yeah. the aunties will all come uh, out with Yeah, I'm going to not name them, but I certainly know people who come to these kind of functions ready with Tupperware boxes. <laughs> and, and you know I, what? I find it, they are the good guys. Yeah. Trying yeah. to reduce right, food waste. You should that. be let's thanking them, Shazad. <laughs> okay. Hey, but you know, Food from the Heart has this uh, campaign that they've been running for a few years now. Have you heard of it? It's called the Clean Plate Campaign. So what they're trying to encourage everyone to jump on board for this campaign and kind of like make sure that you eat up everything on the plate. You know, so it makes you think about how much you order right, Mm. or how much you put on your plate and then making sure that you finish all of it and thereby leaving a clean plate and no food wastage. I think that's great. And that's what the kids need to learn, actually, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, I did it with my kids. You know, just say, hey, there's this thing going on. Let's try and do it. And they actually jump on board. They got more excited. Oh, good. Yeah, because for them, it's like, hey, challenge. (laughs) (laughs) I can eat every grain of rice. (laughs) Hey, talking about some of these uh, charitable organizations, there are some food places that actually do give away their food, like, say, their buns or their loaves to, like, you know, charities. Like, Oval homes and all that. I used to have a nun that I worked with and she would come with like buns, chocolate buns from Secret Recipe. Oh, hello! <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind like okay. a day-old bun. I like your buns. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then the, the nun oh. was like, please. I like the nun's buns. No, no, the chocolate buns that you're holding in your hand. Oh, right, yes. This has taken a left turn somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Great topic, Shazad. So, yes, food wastage. It is something we certainly need to address here in Singapore and uh, maybe be a bit more mindful about how much you order or try to finish your food, bring it back, take away. And also when you're at the supermarket, just pick up a few of those ugly vegetables. Don't shame them anymore. <laughs> For more award-winning content, tune in to The Bright Side every weekday morning, 6 to 10 a.m. on 1FM 91.3. And stay tuned for our next episode. <laughs>